I do? When my kid is throwing the most almighty tantrum, when he or she doesn't want to listen to anything that I said, and when he or she, it just seems to be on a path of war, what do I do when that everything goes pear-shaped and they just don't attend to reasons? Now, um, you probably have these situations. Most parents, if not every parent, will have situations like this. And uh, I always said, if I was to get a penny for every time I heard these questions, I'd be a millionaire. Now, uh, it's one of the most difficult moments that happens when conflict breaks with normally with older kids, sometimes with younger kids as well, but when they, um, they just don't listen to anything that you are saying and what do you do and you feel way out of your depth, they're not listening, they're not reacting, they're not taking any sense in them and you run out of tools. What is that you can do? So this is what I want to talk to you in this video. Now let me tell you about this girl, this uh, um, girl, she was in year six when I saw her. Uh, so almost 11 years old and uh, she was a sweet, charming girl, well adapted. And uh, the parents contacted me because they said, we just have the biggest confrontations ever. Anything that we say, we tell her to set up the table for dinner or to calm down or to leave her phone or to whatever. It seems like whatever we tell her, she is just not listening to us. There is just nothing we can do to have a good uh, conversation with her. And this is even worse when we have to correct anything that she does, like the homeworks or anything. She becomes so argumentative, so annoying, that's the word that they use, and I can probably sympathize with that. It becomes so difficult to rationale with her, rationale with her that it just puts me to my, to my, uh, out of my depth. And in that moment, as a mom, as a dad, I shout and I react, and then we make things worse. And the end result is we're all miserable. Nobody's happy, she is crying, you're feeling guilty for everything that you've done, you probably haven't resolved anything, and the evening is totally rain. So what is the alternative? What can we do? In this video, I want to share with you what I call the before, during, and after. Three, time, three moments, three strategies. And that's how I suggest to so many parents to think about these moments. So let's start with something that is, um, when I say it, when I, when I tell this part of this strategy to parents, everybody says, but that, that's quite obvious. There's no penny drop moment. But at the same time, it's one thing that we forget so much. When we are in the heat of the moment, when we are very emotionally charged, it's our, our, um, our subconscious, our primitive brain is just kicking in, it's taking control over us, and our rational mind is, is gone, it's out of the picture. So when you are in a heated argument and discussion, whatever you do to act on a rational level is not going to work. So let me see if this is what happens to you. Your kid is um, playing up. Let's call it playing up. There's a lot of reasons, and I'm not saying that it's their fault, but whatever it is, your kid is playing up. And what you do is you just kind of take a few deep breaths, you talk some sense into it, you think you might redirect this conversation, but actually the moment that you think you're about to, uh, to get your way and they're going to listen to you, they just react and go in the opposite direction. 
you take another deep breath and you say, okay, that's fine. Let's talk it again. Listen, honey, whatever you do, you just can, and you do it a third time. And that's when things just go wrong and you just don't have any more energy. You don't have any more patience. And that's when it goes. And that's quite normal. Yeah. But when we are, when we are arguing, my rational mind is not that I'm not listening to you. I am feeling. Okay. So whatever you say is not, is not sinking in and the same with kids. The next thing that happens is we allow time for things to pass. And what we do is we just kiss, make up and wait for the next time. Now, is that working for you? Now, how do we know if it's working is, well, probably you couldn't be listening to this video to start with. The second part is it doesn't repeat or it doesn't repeat so often. But for instance, in the case of the, the girl, the sweet girl that I was talking to you, it was happening pretty much every day. Um, in fact, I just ran a, a, some questionnaire, online questionnaire with people saying, okay, these issues that you're experiencing at home, how frequent it, frequent it happens? And it was 70% of people say either every week or every day. So it, it happens quite a lot. So the strategy of holding, 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 and then getting angry doesn't seem to be working. How can we do differently? So I want you to think about what I said before, during and after. Three time frame, three strategies. Let's start with before. Before is all about planning. It's all about having a conversation with your child. Say, listen, you know when this happens, when friends come to you for a play date or when you're facing the homeworks or whatever, we tend to get in a, in a not good place and we tend to argue. How can we go about it? What can we do to make it easy? And what, we, what you are doing is you are creating a conversation. What I want you to be very honest with is don't hold your breath. Having the before only preparing, it's only a small part of the process. So don't hold your breath, but do it. Make sure that you have that conversation. It's going to help you, but it's going to help them. Uh, I was in a conference and they were saying something like, name it to tame it. And I thought it was a brilliant way. Bring it out, have the conversation. Don't hide away. Don't wait until things go wrong to let all your energy out. Bring it out, have the conversation and say, how can we go about it? It might not change anything per se, this only a step, but it's great to have that conversation and it's going to help you to do the other two steps. The second part is during. So again, this is when you are in the supermarket and your kid is throwing the almighty tantrum because they want that sweeties or an ice cream or the, you're going to set up for the homeworks and they decided they're not going to do it. Now, that is when it puts all our uh, our resources and uh, as you know but now by experience it's not working so the only strategy that is going to work here is damage limitation avoid conflict sorry I know it's probably not what you want to hear but there's not very much options if you engage in the conversation you're probably going to go and it's going to go the same way that I described before you're going to take a deep breath, two deep breaths, three deep breaths, and eventually you're going to half enough and shout. And in fact, when you're shouting, 
you are creating exactly what you didn't want to start with. You're creating that conflict. So the alternative is stop it. Realize what's happening. Realize what you're getting into and say, oh, time out. I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. Or if, if you have the possibility, there's another adult, say, listen, could you mind just watching them for a few minutes? I just need time for myself. You also can be very calm saying, listen, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you while you are like this. I'm going to give myself a few minutes and then we come back and talk again. And it, it'd be good if you have another few minutes to calm down. And you just go. Okay, sometimes uh, I don't advocate for you to go away from them, but just kind of mark some distance. If possible, stay within the same room, but go and sit on the sofa if they're on the table or go and make yourself a cup of tea. Keep in contact, but don't engage in the conversation. Just make sure that that is the last thing you want to do. Obviously, just be very careful. There's health and safety ideas that you have to keep in mind. So make sure that they are safe, that they're not going to hurt themselves, that nobody else is going to get hurt by you moving away. Just make sure that that is in place and give yourself time out. Really, it is not glamorous what I'm saying, but it's the only alternative because the other, the other option is to go into that argument and that conflict that you want to avoid. Now, what is important is the after. So remember, in our normal routine, what happens is we kiss, make up, and off we go. Uh, yeah, they are sorry, they will be regretful, and you will be as well, you will say sorry, but we don't have that conversation, and we have to have it. It's critical that we have it, and that is the after, before doing after. Now, a while after the conflict happened, a while after you hopefully successfully went away, that's when you have the conversation and you say, that didn't go well. I didn't feel it was right. I didn't feel it worked well for you or for me. And what is really important is about us. It's not about what they did. It's not about what you did. It's about us. It didn't work for both of you. And both of you have to come with an answer, with a solution. Uh, but at the same time, when you talk about us, you're becoming very inclusive. You're not single them out. So they are part of the solution. And that is what is really important. And what you want to get to is to say, okay, what could we do differently next time? Because I don't want to get upset at night. I want to have a good evening. I want you to enjoy evening. I want to have um, a story time in bed, or I want you to enjoy your time with your friends and your siblings, wherever it is. How can we go about it? Now, what is happening here is you are changing the game. You're changing the game from argument to argument to say, oh, actually, there might be a solution. There might be something else that we can do. And I am part of the solution as well. And you are creating that conversation. Remember the conversation that you created in the before, you bring it now here again. How do we go about it? It's very important as well. I want to be very careful how I manage everybody's expectation with these techniques. It's not a magic wand. It's not a silver bullet. Things are not going to change just because you have these conversations. But you, what you can expect is they will be listening more to you. And hopefully you will be listening more to them. The other thing that you can expect is that actually the severity of those moments start decreasing. So those moments are still going to be there, but maybe, just maybe, they start being more 
receptive to that, okay, mommy doesn't like this or daddy doesn't like this, they're going to go away, I don't like that, I'm going to start calming myself down. So the severity lasts longer or they are less severe. And the next part, as you have those conversations, what you are doing, you are preparing them for the next one. And on the next one, they know what, it's, what to expect. They know that you're not going to engage in that conflict. You're not going to engage in that argument and actually that they can get that attention, that connection in a better way. So actually what they will say, they will start coming with those ideas that you have organized with themselves. They can say, mom, dad, do you mind if, and they will start asking for permission, whatever it is that you have agreed with them. So rather than putting all the energy in the, in the heat of the moment and making it waste, you put the energy on the before, you put a lot of energy on the doing as well because you have to remove yourself, avoid conflict, avoid escalation, and you put energy in the after. And as you generate that relationship, that conversation, things start happening. This is a very simple technique. I, again, like with everything I'm sharing with you, is tried and tested. I have tried it in myself. I have shared it with many parents. So many parents said it is difficult, but it's working. And little by little, you are changing the relationship with your kids. You are changing how you react and you are changing how they react. You're giving yourself a better way and you're giving them a better way of doing things. And they are learning because they know that that is much better than conflict. So um, I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, it's really useful for us to share these conversations with you, these ideas, but as well, it's very useful if you share yours with us. So please comment, send us your ideas, send us your strategies, send us your questions if you have them. We are online on helpingkids.co.uk, on the email, info at helpingkids.co.uk. And if you want to call us, more than happy to chat with you. Let us know how can we help and we'll be more than happy to support you, answer your questions any way that we can. So thank you very much. I hope that you enjoyed it and have a lovely day. Bye.